Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. likely two of the very first Gentile leaders in the church in Antioch were African. Jesus himself was Galilean. He, he wasn't a white guy with blue eyes and blonde hair like we sometimes see. The reason we see that is that people tend to paint what they're used to. The early church was a beautiful mosaic of cultural diversity. Too often, we view the body of Christ as uniform and like-minded. That's what makes us comfortable. But as Pastor Robert will unpack in today's message, God wants his church filled with those of every nation and tribe and every people and tongue. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast, subscription information and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts chapter 12, as he continues his message, Paul Barnabas Appointed. We know that Saul of Tarsus became Paul the Apostle. We know from Scripture that Saul of Tarsus was in the school of, it was like a rabbinical training there in Jerusalem, which would have started probably after his bar mitzvah, probably when he was like 13 years old. So that means his family had to be wealthy because paying like room and board, they lived in Tarsus in the region of Galatia to send him to be a part of this school under the Rabbi Gamaliel. It wouldn't have been cheap. And he had to live, he had to, you know, had to be provided for. But we also know from Scripture that he was a Roman citizen from birth. He was born into that citizenship, which was really rare, especially for somebody who didn't live in the city of Rome. He was from one of these other region. So that too tells us the family was probably wealthy because more than likely what happened was that they bought their freedom or they bought their citizenship, I should say. Don't know for sure, but it's fascinating to consider that Saul, the Pharisee, this orthodox Jewish man, was Roman and a rabbi. He's a Roman rabbi. So we've got quite a diverse group that the Bible lists for us here as the prophets and teachers who were the leadership of this very first Gentile, non-Jewish church in Syria. The church that was becoming, it was in the very beginning stages, the earliest stages of becoming kind of like the mother church for the rest of the Gentile world, the non-Jewish world. 
Now, I want to share just a couple of quick thoughts on this issue, this issue of the diversity that we see here in these leaders. The first thing that strikes me about it is they didn't try to make that happen. Do you understand? <clears throat> I had a guy, this was many, many years ago, this guy was being critical. He and his wife were, they were kind of wealthy, and so he owned a business. He was used to calling the shots. One of the things that he said was it was kind of a critique of the leadership. And he's like, you need this, and you need this, and you need to find this, and you need to find that. And I said, what do you think I do, go to a headhunter and hire? That's not how it works for us. Some churches do that. I don't believe that's what God wants. I believe what God wants is for us to make disciples who make more disciples and that people are, as they submit to the leaders who are here and as they allow God to work inside them and deal with the sin that is within every person on planet earth, even born again Christians, there's still things to be dealt with and there's still that stuff to be confronted and repented of, right? And as people do that, they grow and they begin with their lives to demonstrate the presence of the Holy Spirit and the transformational power of the Holy Spirit. In other words, you begin to see this person is actually living out their faith. They're no longer living in immorality. They're no longer living in drunkenness and revelries, as the Bible words it. They're no longer living in that stuff. They're no longer pursuing and serving the flesh, now Jesus is at the center of everything. If you can't see that in their lives, then they're not a leader. They're not. They're a misleader. They're a misleader. One of the reasons I don't believe it's right to use a headhunter and hire somebody from the outside is I don't know. I just like, okay, the headhunter says this is a good guy and he's got lots of experience and he's got all these years in ministry and da 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 da. And it's like, hello, Ravi Zacharias. Started this ministry and led it for decades, and then we find out that he's been living a double life. Right? You guys with me? I want to know the people. How do you get to know somebody? You spend time, you watch. You don't necessarily live every day with them. You don't necessarily hang out with them all the time, but you kind of watch. You pay attention, and you pray. And see, what we see here, in the very beginning, we see incredible Diversity. Now, this is important because Christianity became known as the white man's religion. That was something that, you know, there's a cult group called the Black Hebrew Israelites. I thought they had kind of sort of gone away, but I found out not too long ago that they haven't. And it's, I don't know exactly what they believe, but they're similar in one sense to the nation of Islam. The Black Hebrew Israelites believe that Christianity is a white man's religion. And so any black person, doesn't matter where you're from on the planet, if you're a black person, if you got black brown skin, well, then you can't be a Christian without being a traitor to your race because Christianity is, that's the oppressor. And they come up with this, you know, that, listen, that's a lie from the pit of hell. It's a demonic lie devised by Satan for the purpose of preventing people from knowing the love of Jesus Christ. The Bible says he died for every human. We all trace our roots back to Adam, right? And we see in Acts chapter 13, verse 1, 
more than likely two of the very first Gentile leaders in the church in Antioch were African. Jesus himself was Galilean. He he wasn't a white guy with blue eyes and blonde hair like we sometimes see. The reason we see that is that people tend to paint what they're used to, you know? For example, when I first came down here, I remember the first year I went home for Christmas. I was utterly stunned. You know, I, I remember going to this mall where I had worked at one time in my life, and I'm walking through the mall, and everybody looked alike. And I realized, oh my goodness, the way I grew up, where I grew up, I grew up in a segregated South. Do you understand? My church was a white church. Everybody looked alike. That means everybody thought alike. A lot of us were related, right? Family. We were white people in Georgia. Heaven is not going to be like that. Heaven is going to be a lot more like this. Because the Bible says every tribe, every tongue, every nation, every people group, out of every people group, out of every literally ethnicity on earth, Jesus redeems people unto the Father. Whosoever will may come. If anything, Christianity is as diverse as the human race. Now, this is important. Second thought about this diversity. See, that ain't easy. Do you understand diversity is complicated? Diversity is not easy. When I was growing up in Georgia, I mean, we had some stuff figured out. You understand? We all thought the same way. We spoke the same way. As I said earlier, most of us kind of looked alike. We had the same cultural biases. So, see, here's the thing. From time to time, somebody would say, well, but it's just common sense. You don't come to church looking like that. Well, that was actually a revelation of a cultural bias. We're so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today. We'd like to encourage you to continue reading God's Word daily, looking for the powerful truth and the promises that lie within its pages. There's always something to learn from the Bible, and we hope you'll make it part of your daily routine. If you'd like to listen to more of Pastor Robert's teachings from the Book of Acts, you'll find them at MainThingRadio.com. You'll also learn more about this ministry and connect with us on social media. We also encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. Here's David to tell you more. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days at blinding speed. But there's always a moment to pause. Those in-between times are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today. Anytime, anywhere. Simply go to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, David. We also want to invite you to join us for worship this weekend. Come visit Calvary Miami Beach on Sunday for worship and Bible study. 
or join us online as we live stream. You'll be able to find out all you need to know by clicking on Calvary Miami Beach under About at our website. Again, that's MainThingRadio.com. That's all we have time for today. Join Pastor Robert next time, right here on Main Thing Radio.